uh, Jess could go into labor at any time and they could have their child, which <laughs> is what Matt and I are counting on because that would really help this podcast take off if if you gave birth like in the middle of it. Um, so I don't know what we have to do. I, I, literally, I literally had the thought this morning, my water could break during this podcast. <laughs> we know there's a lot of podcasts out there and this is definitely one of them. This is the Joel and Mouse Fitness Funhouse with your hosts, one guy who's short and strong, and another who's short and, well, he's a pretty nice guy. Now, here they are, Joel and Mouse. We are back at it here inside the Fitness Funhouse with Joel and Mouse. He is the Mighty Mouse, Matt Rattay. My name is Joel Gadet. Matt looks like he's playing his microphone like a flute. I never know what to expect when I look up yeah. during the intro. I feel like almost, you guys remember The Predator, the original one? You know, <laughs> yeah. not the yes. remakes and... That's what it looks like when I'm holding my tripod up to my nose right now. You sound, like, so you sound like Bane. <laughs> the darkness. Wait, what is the line? Give me the line, Joel. Oh goodness, uh, you were. Uh, I, I was born. You merely adopted the darkness. I was born in. Ah yes. You think? Oh yeah. You think darkness is your ally? <laughs> I was born in it. You merely adopted the dark. I'm pretty sure I ruined that and people out there would be pissed. But guess what? I don't watch The Dark Knight like y'all do, okay? I don't know if anybody's getting pissed, but yeah. <laughs> I was listening and I, I couldn't take it anymore. I just couldn't take it. You ruined the line. It was perfectly set up for him and he couldn't do it. <laughs> I think this is like four episodes in a row we've talked about Batman um, to lead things off. But anyway, uh, let's talk about the Cahoys because they are our guests today. Uh, both of them, Jessica Griffith, now Jessica Cahoy, and Austin Cahoy, her husband, uh, go back a long ways with you, Mighty Mouse Matt Rattay. So uh, cool to sit down with both of them. They have since had their daughter since we had this conversation. However, Charlotte. they had not had Charlotte at this point. We had the conversation. So it was cool to sit down and talk to them uh, pre-parenthood about uh, what their lives have been like since uh, the end of Jess's competitive CrossFit career and their transition to parenthood. I did. I'm just dumbfounded by how stinking adorable their baby is. And as some of our listeners probably know, I have my own that's coming. And dude, I, me and Kahoy have been texting since, since he's had the baby. I'm like, give me daily updates. Like, what's it doing right now? Like, what is it's it just like? laying there, Matt? And, and, and I didn't, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. If you guys don't know, like if you go on Netflix, there's baby's documentary, watch it. If you're having kids soon. Um, they don't do it, anything. They, <laughs> they don't do anything for like the first three months. They just lay there, attempt to make noise and eat food. And that's what Koi told me. He's like, yo, this girl likes to eat. And he's like, she's well, on, yeah. the hour, on the hour. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like you're a Kohoi. It's a Kohoi. Like, have you not seen Jess? Have you not seen yourself when you guys were in your prime of compete, competing? Y'all thick. Like, let's go. <laughs> so people people probably know who Jess Griffiths is, uh, or now Jessica Cahoy, if they if they listen to this because they're CrossFit fans. Um, you and Austin, though, I think probably go back mm. a little bit further. Uh, so for people that don't know, who is Austin Cahoy other than uh, Jessica Griffiths' arm candy, uh, which is a feat <laughs> in and of itself that we will get into. But who is Austin? Oh, we were so impressed. When it, whenever Cahoy, when it came out that Cahoy got Jessica Griffith, and that's... <laughs> The name Jessica Griffith in the CrossFit world has a little bit more weight. No offense, Cahoy's, but has a little more weight than Jessica Cahoy. Jessica Griffith, and I've said, and we talked about it. Yo, she was one of those, she was one of the CrossFit hotties that you were like, you wish you could, but you never were going to get a chance. And our boy Cahoy did the damn thing. And like, again, 
they're going to get into it all, but I mean, salute to the man and gives us faith, gives faith to all of us, us other guys out there. Um, but no, yeah, I, I've known, I've known the Kohoi, I've known Kohoi Austin. Uh, he was on a games team back in the day. Um, and whenever we went in 2016, that's where we met. Um, what was, was actually, he? 417, right? Cross four and seven, him, Jared um, Stevens, and I never. Oh my god, I feel terrible. Their third guy, he was a stud, and he was strong as hell too. I'm pretty sure him and Kahoy, they both could snatch 300 pounds. And at that time in 2016, if you were a male snatching 300 pounds, you're in the top like five of like men who could snatch. Um, but with uh, that's where I met Austin, and we hit it off immediately. He's actually an Indiana boy. He went to New Pal High School um, in like Southern-ish Indiana. Played football um, so, at UIndy, right? Am I right on that? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I don't know, buddy. Yeah, he, he played football at UIndy. Did he really? He I did. thought he went to. Maybe he's just always been. I found I, uh, he I mean, had a, he had a two yard touchdown run in the 2012 spring game. Look at see, this is why you are a professional <laughs> at this stuff. You find this stuff quick and easy. Um, meanwhile, the guy who's supposed to be his friend doesn't even know jack stuff about him. <laughs> but no, yeah, so we met way back when, and like, I mean, we were both barbell guys. Like, give us a heavy barbell. Um, and he was actually really good friends with one of the other members of our team, Kyle Olry. And so because of that, we actually just hung out a lot. Um, we were in the same heats with each other at the games. Um, I'm pretty sure they finished just a little bit ahead of us in the overall standings that year. But that's where we really got to hit it off. And then down the road, I mean, the world of CrossFit, as you know, is – um, with competitors, like you kind of see the same guys, um, when you go to these competitions. Um, now I don't, I wasn't competing in the elite, elite high levels, but me and Kahoy would be like in the back, like, you know, the starting, uh, heats that nobody ever watched, um, heats one and two, there'd be us lifting the heavy barbell, um, fighting for that 10 seconds of fame on when they did put a one rep max every now and then in an event, uh, <laughs> it'd be me and him trying to see who could, who could get their, uh, 10 seconds of fame. Was Tyler Christopher the third guy? No, Tyler came into the picture a little bit later down the road. Okay. It was not him, though. I'm just I looking at that, names. That I didn't realize that Bailey Rail was gentleman. a 417. Yeah, Bailey was one wow. of them, too. I didn't Dude, know a lot. That. See, this is the thing. Like Y'all in the CrossFit world are going to realize that the just like in like the music industry or the film industry, the fitness industry, the people you think have been only at it for a year have been doing it for like 10. And they're just now getting good enough to get to the point where you actually give a rat's booty about us. <laughs> Are you setting the stage for people giving a rat's ass about you this coming season? Hey, you better be on the lookout. The thing <laughs> is like, I'm saying it now and they're not going to listen to this until like it's too late. So I'm, I'm giving fair warning now. Well, okay? the good I'm news is, I mean, we don't know the number yet, but you might only have to finish like top 12 at the Western semifinal this year. Dude, I, I, I'm, I'm thankful that they're going back to like something kind of regional-esque. I still miss the old school. I wish they would have just said, you know what? Screw it. Let's go back to 20, 2015, Everybody 2016. Everybody remembers the good of the good old days. <laughs> no one remembers the bad. I know. There was some shenanigans back then, too. I mean, hell, I remember at one point, uh, was it Rich didn't have to compete at the regionals if he didn't want to. They were like, no, you can go on to the games. Yeah, like, the Champions deal, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to prove it. And I'm like... Well, that's not. That's kind of not fair. He doesn't have to try that hard. Like, we get, <laughs> get hurt or injured at doing going for all this crazy stuff. I mean, we all remember the year of the pec tear and the ring dip snatch shenanigans. 
I was one of those victims. I was going to well. say, yeah. Let's know, yeah. So, the Kahoys. So, oh, yes, Joel. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. That's why we're here. We're, talk- we're here to talk about the Kahoys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great people having their baby. And, you know, it is always fun to get to kind of see behind the veil, you know? So, let's get into it. Jessica Griffiths slash Jessica Kahoy and her husband, Austin Kahoy. Uh, this recorded just before they had their new baby daughter. Uh, it is the Cahoys here on the Fitness Funhouse. So I, I want to start with this disclaimer um, in that when we planned this out, Matt told me that there was always a chance that this could get moved because uh, Jess could go into labor at any time and they could have their child, which <laughs> is what Matt and I are counting on because that would really help this podcast take off if if you gave birth like in the middle of it. Um, so I don't know what I, we have to do. I literally, I literally had the thought this morning, my water could break during this podcast. <laughs> Well, which actually is funny. I, I found out from my wife actually just this weekend. We're talking about it. Um, that only happens in like eight to ten percent of cases of like women's water actually breaking. So the more you know, it's not like it is in the movies and TV shows that we see. Yeah. So like since we're doing like the natural route, right? So like we'll be at a birthing center instead of a hospital. Yeah. So we had to take classes about all of this stuff, <laughs> and one of the things was like like waters only break like two out of like 10 women. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> water breaks like in movies or whatever the case may be. Like you're out the door, police escort, hauling ass to get to the hospital or whatever. It was, no, it's not like that at all. Like they were like, yeah, if you get here too early, like we'll just send you across the street to go like grab some food or something. I, I, I felt the same way whenever it came to like finding out about like, dude, whenever we were trying to get pregnant to begin with, I was like, well, hold on, wait a second. You mean to tell me that we don't have to just keep having sex and then we're just going to have a baby? Like, there's only a window of like three days that you can actually get pregnant. I'm like, man, all my middle school and high school, like PE, like sex edge class, y'all lie to us, man. (laughs) It's actually hard to get pregnant. (laughs) We're going to have to put an explicit rating on this episode now. Come on. Um, Hey, this is good. Kids need to learn this stuff. This is the stuff that I wish I knew growing up. Right. right. I had a, I had a girlfriend. She didn't know till she was like in her twenties that you could only get pregnant certain times in the month. And I'm like, how do you not know this? I didn't know until we were trying to get pregnant. So I didn't know until I was 28 years old. <laughs> I didn't know until we got pregnant. <laughs> oh, you didn't think we could. <laughs> Even then, hey, that's the thing. As what I hear from all these parents all the time, they're always saying like. Like, you don't know what's going on. And if you think you haven't understand what's going on, then you're even more screwed because shit's going to hit the fan quick and you're going to be like, I thought I knew what was going to happen. And that's what one of, the, one of the dads said. He's like, yeah, man, first time your kid shits on your face, that's when it's real. And I was like, yo, what? And he was like, yep, that's when it's real. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I, it won't be real till that happens. <laughs> so if we can relate all of that to to the fitnessing side of things, Jess. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> how... I guess, are you still fitnessing? How, like, what's the progression like for you in this journey of, of how you stay active, how you keep going, all that comes along with that? So it was kind of a fun transition because I finished competing in 20, gosh, I feel like all the years are blurring together right now. 2021 <laughs> was my last individual competition. And when I quit competing, I was excited to stop you know, gaining muscle mass and I wasn't as concerned with performance. So there was a natural progression of lighter weight, less intensity, um, and excited to kind of like 
get the body that I wanted. I don't necessarily, I don't love my competition body. So losing all the, you know, having traps up to your ears and biceps that don't fit into any shirts. I was over that. So, um, I started gradually transitioning to lighter, less intense fitness. And then once we got pregnant, you learn about diastasis recti and pelvic floor, all that jazz, um, that you don't really know about until you're pregnant if you even learn it when you're pregnant. So yes, the short answer to this question is yes, still fitnessing, but just with pregnancy safe movements that kind of help protect my abdomen. Um, When a woman gets pregnant, it's natural that her abs do split apart because your body has to accommodate the baby. Um, But there are movements that can make that separation worse so you can there's movements you can do to manage that separation so it doesn't get worse um shout out baby mama workouts on instagram i've been posting austin's been my lovely film man for the last (laughs) nine months all of my workouts every single day which he has loved that that responsibility but still fitnessing Mm -hmm. i am we thought we were 38 weeks, but we went to an ultrasound yesterday and I might be 37 weeks, yep. but we just this last week have started to really slow down um, just to kind of make sure that I'm rested to have the baby. But up until the last two weeks, it's been, it was 45 minutes of like low intensity workouts five days a week. And then just recently it's been more like 20 minutes with a 20 minute walk, yeah. but Highly recommend still working out while pregnant. It is mm-hmm. safe. It is totally fine. Um, and I think it's kind of kept me sane. And it's been a very, very smooth pregnancy. So and I think all of that fitness before pregnancy and then through pregnancy has really helped all of that. And an yeah, AMRAP and a walk sounds like my kind of deal, by the way. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever go back to intensity after this. <laughs> it's been so nice. <laughs> well, I, think that, I think for you, especially because you were at such, like you said, you were at such a high level CrossFit athlete. I mean, how you were a high level athlete in general, right? And like, you're like almost like burnt out from doing that because you did that for so freaking long. Um, and I've heard like, I've heard great things about like a lot of ladies saying like, hey, like being pregnant, it's almost like a great reset button for your entire body. Like, but most people view it as like, oh my God, it's this like ending, like traumatic. I mean, it's very traumatic for sure. Um, but I know that my wife, like she was talking to her chiropractor the other day and she was like, and he was like, it's actually the best time is to like, when you're, after you're done being pregnant, he's like all that relaxed in your body, your body's super loosey goosey and all over the place. And he's like, that's the best time to like reset your body, put everything back together the way it should be. Right. And like build what you, what you want to build. Um, now, okay. You're 30, like 37, 38 weeks pregnant. Now for the viewers, my wife is 30 weeks pregnant right now also. So we're a few weeks behind the Cahoys. Um, and it sounds like what you're saying, like that whole, I worked out intensely till about, was it about like 34, 35 weeks? You say it's the last couple of weeks that you've been slowing it down a little bit. Well, (laughs) It was never really, it was never really intense. Yeah, because intense my spectrum is CrossFit Games. Yes, you know yes. what I mean. So it, it may it may be intense to some people, but to me it was not intense. So that's something my wife has come across a lot. Like she gets a lot of flack on Instagram because they see her at with a pregnant belly doing like barbell movements still, right? Like, and then this was like earlier, earlier. Like she's like 14, 18. 
people giving her crap for working out at what seems like a really intense thing. But like you said, to you guys, your 20 minute, 30 minute AMRAP is not nearly as intense as what you used to do when you were competing. Right. Yeah. So I tell people like people will comment and I'll say, but listen, like this is my 60%. Mm-hmm. Where your 60% is probably a lot slower and that's okay. We just have different backgrounds. Yeah. So don't look at me and think you have to keep up with me. I'm just, you know, I devoted my life to being able to operate at a much higher capacity. Yeah. I should be able to move at this rate and still be okay. You know, after all the work right. I've done. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm used to holding like 1500 calories an hour on the rower. So me holding 900 is I'm going at a much easier pace. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> I, I feel attacked. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) intensity is relative you guys intensity is relative to the person so it's so funny on so on saturday mornings we do a partner workout every week yeah at our gym and that's the only day of the week that i do probably my intensity is the highest my heart rate gets the highest Mm -hmm. because my partner and i are still determined to win the workout every week. <laughs> like we need to prove to the the gym members that we can still win every the week. Egos are still strong even when you're we're pregnant. Probably we got like a ninety percent victory accuracy, you know. But other than that, we I do keep it like very conversation, and I think I'm just enjoying being able to stop and talk to somebody during a workout, or if I want to go pee or stop and get a drink. I do that because for seven, eight years, I could never do that in the middle of a workout, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin, how often are you the partner on those Saturdays? Never. I'm the one coaching the Saturdays. <laughs> oh, dude, I've got a designated partner. Shout out Molly Elam. There you go, Molly. <laughs> let's, uh, let's backtrack it then. Trust me, if I'm doing the workouts... She ain't winning ninety percent of the time. <laughs> Depends on what the workout is, Goy. If you put if you put a three fifteen snatch in any workout, I think you can win that workout. <laughs> Today's workout is one rep of a three fifteen snatch. Um, yeah. no. Everybody puts up a zero. Um, let's backtrack a little bit though, because before uh, before the pregnant thing, you guys had to know each other. Typically, um, how did you guys come across each other for the first time in a CrossFit space? And and Austin, when did you look at Jess and go like, "Yep, that's the one"? Uh, so, uh, but hold on, before you answer that question, I think a lot of guys were on Instagram seeing Jess and be like, "Yep, she's the one." Way before Kahoy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a self-proclaimed legend. That's for, right. Hey, for this story, but facts, true first facts. Time, yeah. So the first time I actually saw Jess was at. CrossFit 417 and I was at the gym for maybe a month or two and then she rolls in and like immediately like hit it off but right away in in 2013 yeah so, yeah, so, 2013. yeah yeah so 2013 okay. yeah so this was early early we both had just started CrossFit yeah and then we just like over time became like training partners I guess mm-hmm. and I did try to like ask her on dates at the time and it was always like a hard no it's like whatever <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I, guess, so, I guess the one day you'll see, right? And then, so fast forward. So we go, we do other, our game stuff. Like we did team together for two years. She moved. I stayed in Springfield, uh, did a team again, tried to do individual. We just like kind of went our separate ways, right? Mm-hmm. And then 
one night we just like I we were going to there's this big church in town, like this mega church called James River, and they were having like this um they have this big Christmas ordeal every single year. And I just asked her, I was like, Hey, I'm going to James River Christmas, you wanna go? She went. <laughs> I said we had a we had a running joke because it was twenty nineteen, we're thirty, single, and I was like, We can go to this function. We can go get ice cream. We can go do like all these things. I said, this is not a date. I said, I'm sitting home alone on a Friday night. If you want to hang out, we can hang out, but I want to make it clear. Okay. I was like, like, Hey, that's fine. I'm lonely too. Like I just want to hang out with like my boy mouse ain't here to call up and hang out with, you know? So we go, we go to dinner and then we have like a pretty like serious, like deep conversation. Next yeah. thing you know, it we're, we're, di- we're dating. We're a, week, a week later, we're kissing. Yeah. Hey. By the end of oh, that yeah, night, it was a date. Yeah. <laughs> so out of the friend zone. Yeah. That's self-proclaimed legend. Like that does not happen. Like, that does not happen. <laughs> right. He had a plan. He had an eight year plan and he followed <laughs> through. <laughs> Yeah. Slow pitch. Yeah, and then engaged in there, got in uh, engaged on a Monday, right? Okay, so, so, so let, let, let's keep the timeline going. Okay, so you guys start because the things like this happened. I know, I know Austin. I know Austin outside of just what we're meeting right now. So whenever all this went down, even I was like, "Holy shit, that happened quick!" <laughs> but it worked, but, right? Uh, December, like I think it was like December nineteenth. That was the first date. By Christmas Eve, we were boyfriend and girlfriend, and then we were engaged a week before the games. Okay, so it was well the Monday before the CrossFit Games. So six months. So six months later, yep. so uh, July, and then so we got engaged on Monday, married on Sunday, and then went off to the CrossFit Games that Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, see, Joel, like Joel's so face right now. Did like, you well, like viewers? You can't see it, but Joel's eyes just got real big. He's like, "What?" Did you <laughs> did you do like did you ever have like a, a a wedding celebration deal, or was it just like, "No, we don't need that. Let's just go get married and call it a day." No, so yeah, we so we had like a wedding. Like her brother's a pastor, so we were just at lunch one day. So I'm like, "Hey, let's just like because we wanted to like we wanted to start living together and everything, but we wanted to do it all right before the Lord." So mm-hmm. we're like. We have the resources. Like her parents live on ten acres. Her brother's a pastor. Well, Man. tell them tell them the fun story. So we got engaged on Monday. <laughs> We're at lunch Wednesday, and he's like, "All right, so I, you know, I think this weekend I'll probably start moving my stuff in." And I'm like, "Honey," I said, "We have one condition." I said, "You're not moving until we're married." And he literally looks at me and he's like, "Well, can we just get married this weekend then?" <laughs> I was like, boy, go boy. <laughs> I, was, I mean, I got the ring. <laughs> so we called my brother. I said, I call him Griff. I said, Griff, yeah. I said, you around this weekend? He goes, you get married? I said, yeah. <laughs> I love how that was his instinct. Like the first question wasn't like, oh, were, you, were we going to a concert? It's like, am I marrying you? Yeah, no. You yeah. <laughs> so we called him to make sure he was available. We called our parents to make sure they were available. And then the only one, my little sister lives in San Diego. So we called her. She obviously wouldn't be able to make it. So we just called to make sure it was okay that we did it without her. And she was so excited for us. So we literally left lunch on that Wednesday, drove to the courthouse, got our marriage license and planned it for Sunday. 
and got married on the Sunday. And then they moved in. Oh, that's a whenever you're like, Hoya's like, well, what are the rules? Oh, yeah, I have to be married. Okay, cool. I, I wanted to live with you. Let's go get married. Like that, that's how Kahoya is, right? He's like, what, what do I need to do? And that's going to be done. <laughs> what was the best reaction you got showing up at the games from somebody who like, maybe you've seen two weeks prior and it's like, oh, this must be your boyfriend, Austin. It's like, no, actually, he's my husband. He's my husband now. Everybody kind of like you guys, like Mouse is like, whoa, that was really quick. Because I, I mean, I'd been in the space for eight years and mm-hmm. never had a boyfriend I don't think my whole career, uh, okay, in the beginning of my career, I had a boyfriend, but never like a serious, you know, no fiance, no nothing. So yeah. it was really just out of nowhere, like, because it all happened in six months. And like, he had been in my life forever. So it was even random that we were date, you know, random that we were dating. Mm-hmm. So to then be married and just show up, mar- you know, all of a sudden married. And, you know, that time of the season, you don't really see your CrossFit people, you know? So it was just out of nowhere that all of a sudden I was showing up and I was yeah. had a boyfriend, not only just a boyfriend, but now a husband. So, but no, I mean, you will say also, like I said, I didn't, I know in Kohoi, like I knew Kohoi beforehand. I had no idea that you guys knew, had seen, known of each other back in 2013. And that's the thing. People don't, we don't know these things. People are just drawing conclusions of their own. So they're like, oh my God, they were just engaged a week ago and now they're married. Like, obviously they've only known each other a week. It's like, no, like how often do you engage with somebody that you don't actually know beforehand already? But again, I was also one of those people that was like, I was like, there's no way Kahoy knew who Jessica Griffith was beforehand. She's like one of those like CrossFit hotties that nobody ever talks to. Like (laughs) you're not allowed to talk to them. They're too fit. (laughs) I I always had to tell people that I was like, Guys, like I've known Jess since like 2013. He, like so, I tried dating her before and I like told friends, like we all went to a concert together and I went out with some other friends afterwards. And I straight up told, this was like 2018 or 17 or something. I told them, I was like, I'm going to marry this girl one day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like four years later, we actually get married. Like he, so like I said, we started CrossFit a month apart from each other back in 2013. And like, he, we would like text each other, you know, you start CrossFit and everybody wants to go to CrossFit games and everybody thinks they're going to make it to the CrossFit games, which is a great dream to have. We were also those people. And like, I remember texting him back in 2013 being like, isn't it going to be so cool when we can both go individually one day? And like, we were those people. Yeah. You know, that would know, be cool. She went out with me this Friday. <laughs> um, so she responds back, keep dreaming, buddy. <laughs> I was not interested at all. Like he was like, I think he's the most adorable thing now. And I'm yeah. obsessed. Boy, it was like, not, not so much the case back in 20. Well, she just always knew me up by the gym. Just a sloppy, gross mess. You know? Like that's, she didn't know me outside of the gym. Yeah. She wouldn't chance outside of the up, man. Kahoy can clean up. Floppery, like farty. Like he would <laughs> inside out and workouts. Like so he would slobber, he would fart, he would poop his pants. But so sweaty and just big, like I was like, this guy is so disgusting. I like absolutely will not even give you the time of day. And this but is how we know Jess didn't date guys uh, a lot in her career. <laughs> We're all like that. <laughs> I hope you. I hope you play this for your children one day. Um, <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, it's funny because you know, I, I, obviously, I broadcast teams the last couple of years, so I've talked to a lot of people on teams at the games who are couples, who are married, or who are dating, or fiancés. Um, but looking back on it now, um, 
being adamantly not dating while you were on teams together, uh, what was it like to compete with one another um, before you were ever on kind of this stage of, of life together? Well, we were never really partners. We were never partners. Okay. Ever. So, yes, yeah, so we never like butt heads or had any problems. Yeah. It was like if, if anybody, you know, team dynamic can get a little dicey and yep. <laughs> as our team did, it, but I think it was always constant that like there were never any issues here. And maybe that was because we were never partners or he's so relaxed. And so, and I'm very opinionated. So if I did throw out an opinion that made people mad, he was always just like, eh, whatever. Hey, we'll try it. Let's go ahead and do it. You yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's how good relationships work, right? They usually have like, um, me and my wife were talking about, we have the same core values, right? We value fitness. We value our family. We value God. We value um, like just trying hard. As long as those core values are right. Cause I mean, it sounds like Kohoi and I are very similar. That's why me and him bro it out very easily. We're both very chill, like un, really unopinionated. What do you want to do? I don't know, Drew, what do you want to do? You want <laughs> to have your barbell? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Right. <laughs> but in our wives, I, I know this probably some my wife, like things have to be organized things have to have a set schedule. Things have to have, what are we doing? Whereas I'm like, oh, we'll just figure it out. But, but it works, right? Yeah. And you have to he, have that. He keeps me relaxed where I keep him structured, you know, yes. like a good balance. Yeah. So I'm curious. Yeah, no. Um, so I'm curious, Jess, I want to talk to you a little bit about transitioning into stages of your life here. And you talked about at the top, um, when you stopped competing, it's like, hey, I didn't like my competition body. Um, and I, I wanted to change to look a little bit different now into what kind of my, my post-professional athlete body would look like. And, and I know you've done interviews in the past where you said, hey, there's some movements that if I'm not competing, I don't really want to do those um, because uh, why do I need to do those? Um, talk to me a little bit about the, the mindset there and I guess maybe how that can apply or how that uh, might apply to regular everyday average people as well in terms mm -hmm. of... Um, kind of understanding maybe what they want out of fitness and, and what might fit every person for, for kind of each individual um, approach mindset stage. This is like one of my favorite conversations to have because mm -hmm. there is a difference between <clears throat> working out to look good and working out to perform good. And that mm -hmm. is a topic of conversation that is becoming more popular, I think, but hasn't been, it wasn't very popular, you know, a couple of years ago. And I even got caught up in that, um, that mindset of like, I have to look shredded to be good at CrossFit. So like you pull up pictures from 2017, I had freaking veins running up my abs, like <clears throat> so lean. And Brooke Wells is, you know, a really good friend of mine. And she, <laughs> we like compare macros in games training, if you know anything about macros, games training, I was eating 175 carbs a day, which is nothing. Whoa. I, I, say, I, ate, I ate more than that. <laughs> Damn it. He's diabetic. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. She's like, you need to eat more. Yeah. And I love the way I looked, like looked awesome but I had no fuel. Mm. It was the first year that I qualified, but fast forward to 2021, the last year that I competed, I competed 15 pounds heavier 
eating way more. Mm-hmm. I, you know, if you put those two pictures next to each other, I look very different. I'm, you know, more fluffy in the 2021 pictures. My legs are freaking huge compared to 2017. But I was running my fastest mile. I was lifting my heaviest weight. I was doing the most ring muscle ups I've ever done, still being 15 pounds heavier because I just mm-hmm. had to fuel my body to be able to perform at that high of capacity and make it through the whole weekend. Like people don't realize part of the the score that's not on the scoreboard is who's making it through the weekend, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, and not just physically, but emotionally too. It's very much a mental game. And if you're not on top of your nutrition, for all of that stuff, like your brain can't even, you know, survive the weekend emotionally because you're just so physically exhausted and drained. So the conversation that I often have mostly with girls is, okay, I want to have a six pack. I want to be shredded, but I also want to get better at CrossFit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, let's evaluate this real quick. I know you're looking at all these top athletes on Instagram and you see that they have abs. You have to be mindful that these pictures that they're posting are usually mid workout when they've got the workout pump and that's why they look so shredded. But let's wake them up at 8am, put them in a bathing suit. Their body probably looks pretty similar to you because they don't have that workout pump, you know, with, you know, I'm being very broad here and very vague. Um, but you do have to have a little bit of a higher body fat percentage if you want to perform at the top level. Mm-hmm. for most people. Um, so it's just a matter of you have to evaluate, do I want to look good or do I want to play good and finding the balance of that based on your goals. And s- some girls are like, I want to play good. I want to perform well. It's like, okay, so let's have you eat a little more. Then they do start getting a little bit higher body fat and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like maybe I didn't want this. So mm-hmm. it's really, it's a game of trial and error of, you know, what, what, what do you want? What makes you feel most fulfilled? You know, is there a balance of looking good, play good? Um, and again, you don't have to be like, you know, your body fat doesn't have to be super high, but it does have to be higher than 10%. Like mine was probably close to in 2017. So I guess what are the, what are the things that you didn't Mm -hmm. like that you wanted to get rid of now that we're not competing in terms of your body? Mm -hmm. So just like, you know, I put on, I was one of the stronger athletes on the field and I put on muscle mass very well. And that was where I could capitalize. You know, I'm not the Sam Briggs endurance athlete. Um, I could capitalize when there was a heavy barbell. So for me, it was just that huge muscle mass. Like there is no reason for me to clean 260 pounds anymore. Like I just don't want to, and I don't want the muscle mass that requires cleaning 206 pounds. So Um, just because I like a feminine look and, and I say, I didn't, I don't like my, it's not that I didn't like my competition body and I don't want to offend anybody who likes that look. Mm-hmm. It's just not my personal preference. Right. I like the like, lean petite look mm-hmm. and that's just my personal preference. Yeah. So again, just, I don't need to have traps up to my ears and biceps that don't fit in shirts. Like I like, I like a lean look. Yeah. Probably closer to my 2017 body, but even smaller muscle mass than that. So um, I had a girlfriend tell me once I quit competing before I was pregnant, I was like, oh, I just, I want to keep losing muscle mass and I don't feel like I am. 
She goes, Jess, and again, this word may offend some people, but it is what it is. This is what she said. She goes, skinny girls don't use 35-pound dumbbells. <laughs> that was my norm as a 35-pound dumbbell. Like, that's what yeah. we all, that's not even considered heavy. Like, the 50-pound dumbbell is considered heavy to me and what mm-hmm. the muscle mass. She's like, if you want to lean out, she's like, you need to be using, like, 15- and 20-pound dumbbells to lose your muscle mass. And that was, like so foreign to me just because of the history with competing and all of that. So it's just been a matter of decreasing, you know, you're still using weights in your workout, Mm -hmm. but it's not 125 pound barbell. It's an 85 pound barbell. Right. And and it's, what is your body doing? Is it, is it like you talked about, is it training to go compete at the CrossFit games or is it training to be a mom or live everyday life or wake up in the morning and go to work and go to sleep at night? And, and those are all different stages. That's, it's interesting to, to kind of hear you phrase it that way. So, yeah, I think you're definitely right. Like it's one of those things, like you, you always hear it, right. You said it earlier. I want to go to the CrossFit games. You hear it all the time from people. And I'm, and I usually ask them, I was like, do you really want to go to the CrossFit games or do you want to look like the guys and girls that go to the CrossFit games? That one. Because, yeah, and it's like, no, yeah, 99% of the time, it's I want to look like them, not actually compete like them. Because, like you said, like, there are some things that if you want to be competitive, like, you're going to get uncomfortable. And, like, Jess, like, you were a little bit uncomfortable in your own body, but you were doing what you had to do to play the game. I still think a 260 pound clean is, is savage and that you to maintain that would be awesome and badass. And I'm sure Kohoi would be happy with that too. <laughs> um, but Hey, speaking of that Kohoi, so we've talked about mom and like being pregnant. Okay. Let's give some prop like dad. What's it like for you, Austin, like being an expecting dad, like, have you changed your training at all? Like, are, do you feel like you've gotten stronger? Like a dad's strength is becoming a real thing. Like Matt's asking for a friend. Yeah, yeah, asking for a friend. <laughs> well, listen, I have like my like my thoughts on these also, um, but I want to hear from Kohoi first. So, like, how's this whole experience been for you? So it kind of like actually like happened at like the perfect time because for me to like slow down and like stop competing, like something drastic need would need to happen to like take mm-hmm. my time away. Like I've always wanted to fill my time with being competitive, whatever I did, whether it was weightlifting or CrossFit or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact, like I was starting to like wean away from being competitive. Like, or I was like, I've been doing it. Like I've been competitive like my entire life. Like even mm-hmm. from when I was younger, I was always even training at a very high level. Like my goal was to go to the NFL. I was training like I was going to the NFL. Like I wanted to like, so my entire life I've been training at a high level, like not only CrossFit and weightlifting, but years before that, even. So I was starting to get away from that part of my life. But then again, I was like, I don't want to just like, I want to still want to put my energy into something serious that I really care about. Yeah. Now that we're pregnant, I can put all my energy towards her and towards the baby that's coming. So how my training has shifted, I still work out, obviously, mm-hmm. but like, it just shit. Like I just hit like the class workout 15, 20 minutes of like a Metcon. And then I'll go do some like bicep curls and bench press for 30 <laughs> minutes. So like I'm in and out. That's an also hour for mom. Half. That's for mom. That's not for us. That's for you, mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. So like, that's what, and, like, I, and it's, and it's the competing had it, it did its thing. Like it played its favorite when I was there, they're doing it. Now I'm just like, okay, like I don't have to miss like, like family time or like, trips or like i don't have to go to a restaurant and worry about what i'm eating like now i can go get chicken wings and all the beers that i want <laughs> without like having to worry about like oh how is this going to affect my training the next yeah. day you know? <laughs> so 
and that stuff like right now is like it's just more important to me than to have the macro counted meals and worrying about how my training's gonna go and stuff like that. So like it just kind of happened at a perfect time to where this is where all my energy and effort and everything is going into rather than being in the gym. You gotta be ready to be a dad. Yeah. And I and to answer your question about dad strength, I do think so. Because like a couple of weeks ago I hit a four oh five hang clean and jerk and I haven't hit like a heavy back squat <laughs> or a heavy clean in like I don't know, six or seven months. Like <laughs> like never horrible across my back. Like I'm like, if I never have to back squat again, I'm never doing it. But it's rolling in the gym one day. I'm like, I'm just gonna work up to like a heavyish like hang heavyish happens. But I had one of my boys like chirping at me, like you won't go 405, and I'm at like 225 at this point. I was like, dude, not a chance. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got four wheels loaded on it. So I was like, I don't know where that came from. My knees did hurt for like <laughs> days after that. So. <laughs> so, in other words, you guys, if you're wondering, yes, Kahoy still has it. <laughs> uh, we talk about becoming parents. Let's talk about your child a little bit uh, because you guys both have incredible fitness backgrounds. Um, mm-hmm. at what point will your child begin, uh, their fitness journey? Like, are we going to get the pictures of, of like a, a toddler with baby weights <laughs> doing snatches while you guys are just hanging around the house? I mean, I always joke, she's going to come out with a dumbbell in hand. Yes. So. <laughs> impressive actually. Medical science. Human yeah, right? baby uh, and I, mean, I started, I started lifting like weights with my dad when I was, I remember as early as, like kindergarten or first grade. Yeah, I was, I, I, I got my first weight set when I was nine years old. So Jeez. we're not, we're not, gonna, you know, put any pressure, whatever our kid wants to do. We're, we've agreed that, you know, they want to dance like, you know, that's fine. But, you know, working out is, will always be a part of our lives and we will, you know, raise our child with them watching us work out. So if they want to hop in and do burpees with us and, you know, we're definitely not going to stop that by any means. So it's mm-hmm. whatever, you know, whatever they desire is we're on board for. So love that. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. So I just have a couple more questions. Right. And plus also, I just got I like hanging out with you guys. I got to talk to you guys about this stuff. Um, so I know that for like having your kid, right. Like I know, I know for me and Mary getting ready to have our kid, I have like, I know for me, I'm like, I have this grand plan. Like she's going to do gymnastics. She's going to do basketball. She's going to play soccer. She's going to play X, Y, Z, Z, Z. But the thing is, is like, I, my parents never did that. Like I, I didn't grow up playing sports. Like, like you guys grew up working out and doing all that jazz and whatnot. Are there some things that you guys are like, Hey, I, she has, like, I want to make sure she does this. Like at least, right. Like I know for me, like wrestling was such a huge part of my life. And I know people are going to be like, you're going to make your daughter wrestle. Yes, I am. There, there's nothing wrong with her learning how to wrestle. Now I'm she can get a year into it. She's going to try it out. She doesn't like it. Of course, I'm going to say, Hey, that's fine. You didn't like it. It's not your cup of tea, but do you guys have like something that you're like, Hey, she, she's gonna at least try to do this. She's going to try to do barbell or she's going to try to do X, Y, and Z. I mean, I always say like, I wanted to start her like doing like gymnastics, like just be familiar with moving. Right. Like, and I feel like gymnastics, like I, I wish I did gymnastics at a younger age. Like, <laughs> I immediately started wrestling like when I was like six years old. So like, but I wish like looking back now, I'm like dude, gymnastics would have been incredible just to like learn how to move your body through space and mm-hmm. how to hang on to things and flip. And it's an amazing sport. So, like I always was like, I always think that like gymnastics would be a great start 
for her like athletic career or journey. And I think it, I personally like watching gymnastics. Like during the Olympics, <laughs> was freaking out, it's crazy. I, I remember watching it with the yeah. Hambros whenever the, those dudes were jacked as hell, giant biceps. They come down into that like, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, and you're like, yo, I can't do that. Like that's awesome. I think there's probably more, at least for me, more sports that we are like. I hope she doesn't do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I'm, I won't say what they are, but like, there's just some sports that I don't mm. want to sit through hours on a weekend watching that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I thought about like a CrossFit like journey too, because I feel like at that point when she's that age, it's going to be not. I don't. I don't know. Like, it's hard to say. Like, if it's going to be mainstream, but it's going to be a very popular sport. And I was like, I don't know if I want her doing like. I feel like I would rather have her do that later on in her life, like mm-hmm. after the teenage years for her, unless if she wants to, like if she's like 16 years old, it's like, Hey, I want to do this. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like I'd rather have you learn like other avenues of yours. Of yeah. what you One thing, like I, I love my teenager, uh, Lexi Neely. I've, I've trained her for a long time since she was like 13 years old and she came from the gymnastics background and doing all that stuff. Um, it still pains me anytime we try to throw a ball back and forth because she can't throw. And I'm like, and I'm like, and I, and I, Lexi, I love you. She has qualified as an individual at Wadapalooza as an elite athlete, right? Sometimes I question, I'm like, I'm like, Hey man, some of these athletes that are supposed to be athletes. I'm like, y'all can't, y'all can't throw balls. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I asked you to shoot a basketball and she does it once a year for one of our members back home for his birthday. She'll shoot a ba- basketball. <laughs> we love her for doing it because it ain't, it, her, it ain't her total bars. Yeah. Her total bar is much prettier than her basketball shot. <laughs> Yeah, I think think for us, what we've learned from our own journeys is um, I think one of our biggest regrets is like he didn't go play football where he wanted to play. I didn't Mm -hmm. do gymnastics the way I wanted to. And some of that and not dogging our parents, but I think some of that was like our parents didn't really know how to navigate, help us navigate that. Mm-hmm. And so I think for us, like we are really passionate about pursuing big dreams and um, maybe even giving, helping our, give our kid the extra push to like not have, I'm, you know, I'd say regrets. That's kind of a harsh term, but like, right. you know, I God kind of played our lives out the way they were supposed to be obviously. But mm-hmm. I do think if, if anything, we'll be a little bit more proactive about if, if our kid has a big dream to like help push them to pursue that. Yeah. Um, I think that's something we both have probably learned from our lives of, you know, maybe something that we could do slightly different from our own childhood. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Right. You should just support whatever dreams the kiddos have. Right. Like we can guide them and like, Hey, this is what mom and dad are super passionate about. And like, like, yeah, my kid is going to come to CrossFit classes and realize like, yeah, dad loves coaching classes. Dad loves doing CrossFit. Dad also pukes a lot. I don't know what that's about. But <laughs> <laughs> All right. So one more question and I'll let you guys get on out because I know you guys have lives also. Right. And Jess, you, I mean, you're literally ready to pop. Okay. <laughs> so um, if you guys, and this is going to go for both of you, and I want you guys both to um, have uh, your own opinion on this, but if there was something that you could give somebody and like, so just for you, it's going to be like, Hey, there's one thing I, I wish I focused on, or I wish I knew while I was pregnant. Right. Um, what would that be to somebody? And then also not only like pregnancy wise, like something that's like more like maybe like everyday pregnancy wise that you wish somebody would have told you, or you should have known ahead of time. And then something that's maybe more along the fitness lines of things. Okay. So something more like everyday life, and something more on like the lines of like fitness 
for a baby, right? And then Kohoi for you, same questions, right? But obviously from the dad's perspective, right? Day to day would mm-hmm. be, you know, your body's going to change. Mm. That's okay. Um, you're, you have been chosen to take part in one of life's most wonderful miracles. Mm. And that, you know, being a mother, you know, not that I'm a mother yet, but it takes sacrifice. And I think one of those first sacrifices is your body. Like you're literally sacrificing your body, the body that you've lived in, you know, especially for first time mamas. And I think some girls just in conversations that I've had, it's hard for their body, see their bodies change. And mm-hmm. but just having the perspective of like, you are again, taking part in one of the world's most incredible miracles and to be proud of the changes that your body has to go through in order to bring that miracle to fruition. Um, so just having the perspective of like, you're not losing your body, you are creating another body and mm-hmm. the changes that your body has to go through are so beautiful. And, um, it's, it's just a really incredible process to, you know, see your belly growing and, you know, see your hips getting wider and your legs getting bigger and that, that is all part of what it takes to create another human life. And that's such a beautiful process and not anything that needs to be, you know, you need to be ashamed of or bummed out because your body's changing in that way, mm-hmm. but just embrace it because it's, you know, there's, there will be time after pregnancy to get back to the body that you used to have. And that takes a long time, but enjoy the process and don't get down on yourself and just really embrace, you know, those moments of, creating a child yo jess nail <laughs> on the head great freaking and that's why we let the moms go first right the ladies <laughs> can crush it right like i know for mary in the beginning like it was kind of a struggle like you said like you're losing your you're like quote unquote losing the body you had before but like you said it's not necessarily you're, you're just transforming right. to do something epic as hell like growing another it still blows my mind that women can do that like really crazy yeah, six pound human inside of me right now like that's wild crazy. like <laughs> Like literally from the movie Alien, when it comes busting out, I'm like, yeah, that's actually, that's happening right now to her. (laughs) All right, Kohoi, I'll let you go. So that way Jess can think about her, the fitness side of things, right? It's been, it's been an easy nine months. Like I'm not going to like it, like. (laughs) Keep it real, dude. Yeah. It's, I mean, I know it's not like that for a lot. Like, so I feel like ours is a pretty special case. So we're like, there's been really. I haven't been sick. I haven't like really no Trump traumatic, like unless my belly wasn't getting big, I really wouldn't know I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. No traumatic mood swings or anything like that. So it's been good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so all the listeners out there are like, damn it. Perfect. <laughs> but like, I would say just like, just like just be there for like like if something were to go south or like you need to be there for like emotional support or like you need to go to the grocery store or do something around the house just like be there make yourself available to do those things like mm. this is your journey too and like you're there to help like this isn't just her baby this is also yours so yeah. you guys so you pick up where she let's say like there's something that she usually does around the house. Well, you need to be there now. If she's like not up to it or not feeling doing it, put the dishes away, make the bed. Yes. Whatever the case may be. Um, and just take it day by day. Like tomorrow is a different day. So like, you kind of like, I, for me, I learn as I learn as I go. Yep. So that's just kind of how I take it. But like, it's been a good 
easy nine months. Yeah. Not really a whole lot has changed. He's been very helpful. Like, yeah, he's the days I don't feel like doing my duties. He's been awesome about picking up the slack and that's been really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why it seems like everybody, like if you're, if it doesn't suck, you're not doing it right. And I'm like, well, some, it doesn't have to suck. Like it can also be great. Like I always hear like my members that have kids are like, they're like, Oh man, like you want to be really fit, but just wait till that kid comes around and life's going to completely change. And I'm like, does it have to like, 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 yes, I know I have a kid now, but like, I can still be in a routine that allows me to be fit. I'm like, yo, Travis Mayer's got like 12 kids and that guy is still going to the games. Him and all the other female athletes that make comebacks. I'm like, that is so much more impressive because that sounds absolutely miserable. (laughs) (laughs) You mean you're not going to go the Annie Thor starter route, you know, have this podium at CrossFit. Like that's not going to happen. Yeah. Like I can back off that too, because like I hear people like, Oh, like enjoy your time in the gym. Well, like, if my priorities, like, yeah, I get, I understand that I'm probably going to have less time. But we both work from home. So like our schedules are fairly flexible and like we make fitness like a priority in our house. Yep. So like, and I don't need to be in the gym for three or four hours. Like no, I can not anymore now. An, hour, an hour and a half to get back home. Like, but I'm probably not going to want to, like, even now I'm like, I want to get home like within an hour just so I can get back mm-hmm. home, you know? So like, and that just comes again, like, you take every, like you learn every day, right? Like you might not even care to be in the gym more than twice a week, you know, like after baby's here, which and everybody's life is different. Like, yep. oh, like people don't have the time or the resources to do that, mm-hmm. which is where we are very fortunate enough to. We're building our home gym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's too, like, I think what you said in the very beginning is like, you guys just, it's a fitness is just such a key part of your guys' life that like, you're always going to make time for the gym, right? No matter how busy your hectic life gets, you're always going to find time. Like, Hey, I got to get my workout in. Um, plus like, and this is me giving, like, I was like, if, I know it's supposed to be about you guys, but Hey, for me, I'm like, take care of yourselves as parents out there. Like if you, it's one of those things we hear all the time. If your cup is empty, you can't fill anybody up. And guess what? I want to fill my daughter's cup up to the brim till it's pouring out. The only way I'm going to do that is if I'm getting my seven hours of sleep. And I know and parents will be like, well, like, say goodbye to that too. I'm like, well, I'm going to find some way to get some kind of sleep. If that means I'm, I'm taking a nap in the day when baby's taking a nap in the day, then we're getting that done then, right? Um, so, Kahoy, I'll stay on you, fitness-wise. What's it like tip or trick or something that you would say, which you kind of already did, I feel like, by saying it's okay to not be in the gym for a you know, different, right? Like if your life is set up to where you're having a baby and you're still like pursuing the CrossFit games and you have like the finances and the time and everything to do that, you go do that. But like, if you're like me, you're not cool enough or not good enough, you know, to, <laughs> to compete at that level, just like do your thing. Like your priorities and your goals and everything else shift. Like me, I just want to, like, I just want to like stay fit enough to be as good as I can be on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. And that's good enough for me. Where if you were to ask me this question four or five years ago, I'm in the gym killing myself four or five, six hours a day. Mm-hmm doing pursuing that goal where now I'm just like, I just want to be a healthy dad that can keep up with what is going to be a wound up daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think like, and I think that for us, like a lot of people usually like you have a kid and they're like, Oh, he gave up. Cause he had a kid. And it's like, no, I, I, yes, I stopped, but I didn't give up. I switched gears and switched focuses. Like, like you said, like, Hey, I can, and plus also you're still cleaning 405. So don't talk to me anymore. So. <laughs> but like, but like, it's like, it's not, okay. My focus is not going to the games anymore. My focus is I'm going to be the fittest dad I can be for my daughter. And that's all I'm worried about. 
So I like that. It's like, hey, sometimes you can switch your focus and it's okay. So Jess, going back to you, last question of the, the session, tips, tricks, or something that like you have um, uh, advice for, for pregnant ladies and exercise. Yeah. It's so like something. This is easy. It's just, you know, that first trimester, the fatigue is so real, which I don't feel like anybody talks about. I didn't even know that was a thing till I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. I distinctly remember a workout where I was literally doing 10 reps at a time and would have to sit down. Mm. Like, you know, going from competing with the best girls in the world to literally using 15 pound dumbbells and having to sit down every 10 reps, like that is okay. And that is again, part of the mama journey and just listen to your body. It's good to be moving, but if all you can do is a walk pace workout, it's still better than nothing. Don't hold yourself to the standard of, I still have to be, you know, doing hang power cleans at 125 and I got to do mm -hmm. Fran in two minutes and like, no, your priorities completely change as a mama. And the goal when you get pregnant is to just move your blood. Like yep. the goal is to move blood around. And again, you can move blood around at a walking pace. So if you're not feeling up to what you did before you were pregnant, just know that that's okay. And hear it from a games athlete for games athlete first, slowing down will happen. And, you know, just your body will tell you what you can do, what you can't do. Um, and again, if you have questions, Follow me on baby mama workouts on Instagram. <laughs> baby mama workouts on Instagram. Like legit, like anything is like, like there, we have sources out there for that kind of stuff, right? Like you get pregnant and like, and I hate it whenever I see like what actually what I see, I see like two flips of the coins, like women get pregnant and they're like, okay, now I can't do jack nothing. I am building a human. It's my excuse that I'm going to do nothing at all. There are cases where yes, you're bed, like you have to get bed rest and like, it's good for the baby. But most of the time go walk, go do, go do something and move around. But or, also don't feel like you have to make this huge comeback either. Like again, yes. these mamas that are making the comebacks, like kudos to you. That is so incredible, mm -hmm. but not exactly necessary either. Like don't feel, don't feel that pressure. Like I have no desire to make that kind of comeback and that's mm -hmm. okay. Don't let somebody else's journey, you know, discourage you from, I got to do that too, you know? Yeah. Well, hey, I appreciate you guys taking the time today. You guys giving up an hour of you guys' day to um, hang out with me and Joel, but Joel's gone. So, <laughs> so thank you from me, guys. And hey, we say it every single show, like we appreciate you guys. And like, I'm thankful that you guys did this. Um, and it's usually always like anybody that tells you that they appreciate it, they were lying to you. I truly mean it, right? Like genuinely mean it. And I got to see my boy Kahoy. Like, which you, like you are, you are, you are one of the Kahoys now, Jess. But like Kahoy, Kahoy, <laughs> Kahoy is my boy. So I got to hang out with you guys. So hey, thank you guys for everything today. I appreciate you guys taking the time. And with that, let's get out of here.